It's time for the KHNS Local News. I'm Alan DePronel. Today in the news, Haynes elected officials recently learned that the contractor in charge of rebuilding the Lutak dock has purchased $10 million worth of steel for the project. This commitment to a design that newly elected leaders had expressed interest in changing surprised and angered borough officials. The announcement has caused a crisis of confidence in the borough's administration, and last Friday, the Assembly held a special meeting to discuss the issue. The Lutak dock is the main entry point for freight in Haines. The dock was built by the military 70 years ago and has fallen into disrepair. The community agrees that the dock needs work, but the design the borough has settled on has become controversial. The chosen design will surround the existing structure with a wall of metal pipes and add fill. This would provide 600 feet of dock face. Proponents of the design say it will provide the most functionality and has been approved by the Maritime Administration, or MARAD, the federal agency that is providing the funds for the project. Opponents say the design is too large for the community's need, will be expensive to maintain, and will have to be rebuilt when the metal pipes eventually rust. They also say such a large dock would invite mining companies to use the facility for ore transfer and attract heavy truck traffic that would pass through downtown Haines. The debate became central to the last local election when all the candidates in favor of changing the design got elected. The new leaders expressed interest in pausing the work and considering a design with a smaller footprint. They discussed the situation at a workshop on November 15th. Turnagain Marine Construction is the company in charge of rebuilding the dock. Company President Jason Davis attended the meeting, and two days later he wrote an email to Hainsborough manager Annette Kreitzer to alert her that his company had purchased close to $10 million worth of steel. So it appears that we had the uh, coil order, the steel order converted from a hold to a binding order, I believe it was in August. Kreitzer says she did not fully grasp the importance of the email until after she returned from vacation three weeks later. She did not alert elected officials. I wanted to talk to Marad first and hoping that I would have some kind of an answer for the assembly about the impact or the effect of this, um, this action. Mayor Tom Morfitt says on December 20th, he told the manager that he was going to speak with Davis about project costs. That was more than a month after Davis sent the email. And that was when uh, the manager shared with me uh, the November 17 letter. And my question for the manager is, when were you expecting to share that information with us? Morfitt called a special meeting of the Borough Assembly to find out more about the situation. At the meeting, Kreitzer said she understands Assembly members' frustrations, but defended her approach. And I understand the feeling of Assembly members that I've been withholding information from them, and I apologize for that. It is um, the way that I have done business in terms of trying to make sure that there's context in whatever I present to the Assembly. I try to get the facts so that I could present them to the Assembly. You may not like that answer, but that is my answer. Assembly members were concerned that purchasing the steel before receiving approval from Merad might jeopardize the funding. Assembly member Kevin Forster brought up the case of another grant the borough lost amid allegations of improper management. 
This one from the Federal Emergency Management Agency for work on the Porcupine Road. We're just on the tails of being involved in another grant reimbursement program in which we're still trying to figure out exactly where it went off the rails, but we're left holding the ticket for the bill and are not being reimbursed by the agency. Merad requested information regarding the steel purchase. Morfitt summarized his understanding of the situation. Today, our project is in limbo. The Federal Department of Transportation Marine Office, known as MARAD, which sponsors our $20 million grant, is investigating issues related to our administration of this grant offer. And why, apparently, in October, Turnigan purchased $10 million in steel without the required authorization of the Haynesboro and MARAD. Davis of Turnigan denied that the company did anything wrong. The only reason there's a question about this process is because members of the council want to terminate the project. And that's certainly within your power to do so. But I think that it's somewhat disgraceful that you're trying to take the borough staff and a contractor that have been working in good faith to execute the agreements and to fulfill the grant obligations and try and find some way to pin fault. The meeting went on for three and a half hours and the atmosphere was tense at times. Many questions were left unanswered. How significant of a breach of the grant's requirement was it for Turnigan to purchase steel? Manager Kreitzer recently sent Merad a letter with a detailed timeline of the purchase. In it, she states that Turnigan purchased the steel at their own risk. Can the borough still change course and choose a different design under the same grant? Mayor Morfitt says he has been in communication with Senator Murkowski's staff and that they are willing to help the borough effect that shift. If the design is changed, who would be on the hook for the $10 million steel purchase? At this point, Turnigan and the borough disagree and point at each other. The answers will largely be determined by Merad, and multiple attempts to reach the agency for comments have remained unsuccessful. That's it for the KGNS Local News. I'm Alan DePremineau. This is KGNS, Haines, Skagway, and Floquan at 102.3 and translator K220BK, Skagway, Alaska at 91.9.